Sam, so we're back from Euros. Yeah. And um, I'd like to show you my Brad Andrews autograph. Okay. How comfortable are you with the naked male form? Oh, fine. Yeah, yeah. Okay. If you want to get it out. Liam, you might need, need to read, leave the room, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I scored five points for making Liam corpse at the beginning of an episode. <laughs> Cue theme music. Oh, we're back from the expo and we're still really, really tired. Very, very tired. And Liam's broken. Physically and mentally. Um, and now emotionally. After and that now joke. emotionally. <laughs> Rather turned on as well now. <laughs> <laughs> sort of a naked rich. <laughs> anyway. So, um, lots of things to talk about. We're going to soldier through them. Uh, it's been a while since we've had a chance to sit down and chat together, but we will go through some of the bits and bobs. Um, that we've been involved in Expo as well. Um, why don't we speak to you, Sam? First of all, because you're the one of the three of us who actually took part in the Grand Cotar. So, so you have yes. a beautiful, how, beautiful how's match. Your to play match, Sam. I had to, oh, shut up, Liam. You know I missed out. Spoilers. Again. Yeah. Um, no, yeah. The event was really good, actually. Um, very well run. Um, by the is mostly the Imperial Advisor guys. Was spot on. Timing was great. There's no issues. They used Lotus Pavilion. I can't, can't thank them enough for deciding to do that. GDPR, though, yay! Yeah, oh. but you just had to sign a form at the start, and it was fine. It was an administrative ball ache. It was. I had, sure. I, I had I'm to sure. do it for Thrones, and oh, it was just horrific. But no, uh, rewind, explain. All right, so data protection. G- GDPR, data protection in EU is that there's no longer given consent um, to have someone's uh, personal information um, used. Uh, it's something's being published online. People now have to get uh, ex- give explicit consent. It's no longer assumed. So from our from our perspective, when we were using when the Imperial Advisor guys were using Lotus Pavilion, and I was using Jousting Pavilion when running Throne GRAs, is that we had to put an abbreviated name down for everybody. And if they wanted to have their names identified, they had to sign a piece of paper and then spend the entire lunch break changing people's names online which was an easy job but when there's lots of people it's not so easy did you have a code name no no i, oh. I signed the form so. be like ninja sam no no i i did here on the uh on the j uh, not j3 in the um imperial advice podcast they did say they had some issue with a couple of shortened names where people sat down at the wrong tables and things but i didn't experience any issues can't um, shorten your name an awful lot more, really. No, you can't. It's quite it's concise. Kind of six letters, and that's it. So, so yeah, I guess you could misspell my surname if you're feeling funny. You could call you Sacco. You could, yeah, <laughs> Sacco. Yeah. I um, say for one thing, for because we, I didn't manage to take part in the expo because I did the expo and I did X-wing with my kids. But the great thing about the L5R is you knew exactly where it was because you had that awesome yeah, imperial but, gate with all the clan flags yeah, below yeah, really it impressive cool. watching yeah. that all the flags around as well it and i must admit when you're looking fun. around for the other tournaments sorry um and you're trying to find the settlers of Catan one or the shade spire event or whatever it was really hard but the l5r yeah. one was really easy to spot yeah it was in a great spot as well it was right at the front so kind of like anybody coming in towards the tournament area saw it straight away it was really really well set up um really impressive actually the it was good 
think overall there's flags for each different game format one bit i did quite like which was just this little side note that i only really twigged late on the sunday um when they had the the cuts yeah there was of course there is a flag for every single clan yeah um and as they progressed through the cut as there were no longer clan representations those clan flags, flags started weird. disappearing. Oh, so nice. come come when you were at the top four, there was only crane, scorpion, and crab flags up. All yeah. the others had been dismantled. Mm-hmm. And then when the final was on, they moved the flags right next to the table on the side the players were sat. Had a little viewing area, so it was a bunch of us stood up on chairs watching the game. It was, it was really good. Actually, it was probably about 30, 40 people, maybe a bit of an overestimate. Twenty to thirty people watching the game live. Um, it was quite hard because the sun was quite bright on the weekend so it was it was shining through the skylights directly on the card sleeves so we did have Brad Andres just occasionally telling us what cards were as we were like we're all kind of you can't see what I'm doing because we're recording but kind of all leaning around trying to get an angle to see and then Brad just go it's meditations on the Dow <laughs> <laughs> it's quite nice he made himself very 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 accessible for the weekend it must be quite yes. fun though seeing your game being played he, by people from all over the world he also had a very very pretty unicorn deck which I'm sure people have seen the pictures online, but with some very, very nice cards in it that uh, obviously aren't released yet coming up in the current cycle. So he had a lot of people kind of drooling on his shoulder at different parts of the day, um, trying to take a glance at those. And if you haven't seen them online and you're interested in Unicorn, go find them. I I kept trying to steal away from thrones for like a few minutes at a time to go over there. Didn't quite manage to get a chance to take my deck over because I'd love to have got my stronghold signed. Yeah, I meant to, but I was just too busy doing surprisingly well in the earlier rounds to to kind of uh, get away and, and chat to him. But yeah, I did get a few chances at varying points of the day, but I didn't have any anything on me for him to sign at the times I saw him. And you played Sonic Chaos on the Sunday as well, didn't you? I played multiplayer, yeah. Um, Dan, um, on the L5R group, Dan Rothman, I think it is. He's the Dojo um, Playmat guy. Dojo Playmat guy, yeah. Very beautiful playmats and tokens they and uh, cards. And um, he organised a... Kind of, it was going to just be a little bit of multiplayer fun um, for those that weren't in the proving grounds anymore. Uh, but it ended up being a thirty-player mini they had, tournament. They had no one <laughs> signed up for the actual side event pods because everybody went yeah. and played multiplayer. And it was great fun. Really, really props to Danny. Made some very nice uh, kind of name placards for everybody to use at the table with their clan on. And uh, he made some like um, what they called the agreement stream players treaties. Is that the? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. He made some very nice treaty cards that you filled out. Each player filled out their half of the treaty and how much honor was staked and exactly what was promised to each other. And it was it was great fun actually. And I I, d- I haven't played any version of multiplayer in any FFG game before, and it was it was good fun. I've played I've played a, f- a bit of melee for for Thrones, and it's actually my favourite format for Thrones. So when I saw the rules drop, I'm was quite excited for it and now that expo is out of the way i'm looking forward to getting a few evenings of us having a yeah, having a couple of melee melee games fun. on the go so how did you do in the actual grand kotai then so the kotai the kotai started really well um first round i played against a lion player who has actually i was later informed won multiple kotai in old l5r or old 5R, which average on set. Um, that one ended on a bit of a sour note, unfortunately, um, because I was ahead on points when time was called and we were in the fate phase, so there was no more actions to take to change the points totals. And my opponent refused to concede just out of principle that he thought he should have won the game. It wasn't based off any fact or knowledge or anything. He just felt he should have won the game, so he didn't want to concede, um, even though I was up on tournament... Uh, 
tiebreaker points in the fake phase. So that unfortunately ended on a bit of a sour note because um, it was a great game up until that point. You know, Unicorn Lion I find is a really interesting match, particularly my aggro Lion Splash. Um, it's two very similar styles of deck, kind of smashing face. Um, then I most of these games were a blur by now. Um, round two I won again. Um, so I went straight to 2-0, and made it through the afternoon. And so that was nice. That was nice to not have the pressure like at Cork where I went uh, 1 and 2 and then had to win the fourth game in order to make it through. Um, so that was nice to have that pressure off. Round 3, feeling pretty good, 2-0. and I face off against a fellow unicorn. And I'm thinking here, this has probably got to be the easiest game of the day, right? Playing against unicorn, they're, they're rubbish, aren't they? Um, but unfortunately, because I was a bit too chill after going 2-0, and and kind of just happy to be in the afternoon, was aware that I was becoming a bit tired, a bit drained, and lunch was coming up after this round. And uh, fair play to my opponent, he uh, he outplayed me and uh, managed to beat me. So I was 2-1 and one with my only loss being Unicorn, which was kind of crazy. Uh, round 4, I play against a crab player, a lovely gentleman from um, Amsterdam, great guy. And he unfortunately found out the hard way just what Endless Plains does. Um, now, so, are you not thankful for the practice games and us discussing the thought about putting Endless Plains in to do with Voltrons? Endless Plains is a terrible, terrible province. Unless everybody seems to have forgotten it exists and assumes that nobody runs it and then runs their big... Uh, so he played round one, he plays a Borderlands Defender with two fate on it. And then he plays a Watch Commander and a Spyglass on it. And then in my first conflict, he plays a Mountain Does Not Fall on it. So he spent all eight of his first round fate on this massive Voltron. And then for some unknown reason, despite only... He was uh, second player. I've declared one conflict. He's defended, played Mountain Does Not Fall. He then declares a conflict with this Borderlands Defender, which was a questionable choice. And he runs straight into Endless Plains. Now at this point with a massive smile on my face and rubbing my hands as I flip the card over, I go, it's Endless Plains. I will break that. And then I, at that point I realise he doesn't even know what Endless Plains is because he goes, oh, what does that do? And, oh, and what does it do? And what does it do? So Endless Plains, when you declare a, when you declare a conflict against this province, uh, break it. Uh, your opponent, the attacking player, chooses a attacking character and discards it. So upon me explaining this, he rather sheepishly removes his 8 fate investment from the board and then goes, oh, that was a bit silly, wasn't it? And then I proceed to break on uh, my next attack and then basically just steamroll from there. I had loads of money left over from the first round um, and I just kind of got the toys the next round and just overwhelmed his now weakened defences to win that game in about half an hour. Uh, round five into the afternoon stages. Round five I played against a Lion player, a lovely gentleman who I saw again the next day on the Proving Grounds, um, so it was nice to catch up with people again after. Um, and he also learnt the hard way just what Endless Plains does with a fated up Lion's Pride Brawler on the first round. So that was another blowout win for me as Endless Plains just uh, flip the board state again um, so that was two half an hour wins so that was a nice nice round four and five round six four and one sorry yeah round six four and one feeling great um, 
you know, bouncing around the hall, as I'm sure Liam can attest, saw me a couple of times flying across the uh, the hall. Um, but now you're into the you're into the serious part. You're against top level players. Not that anybody there wasn't, but you know, what I mean, you're against the the players that are also four and one at this point. You're in the scorpion and crab bracket by this point, and uh, and sure enough, I came up against a very well piloted scorpion deck. Um, and there's just not really much, if anything, I can do in that matchup. Um, so that was a loss, a pretty convincing loss. I managed to drag it out for quite a while, but I was never in the game, if that means. I was in the game, but I was never going to win the game. Um, so that was unfortunately a loss. And then round seven, four and two, watching the other unicorn players. Going into the last round, I was fourth of four unicorn players. I needed a win, and they all needed to lose. Um, due to my um, modified win from round one, ruining that still. Uh, and I played against Crane again. Some of you may recognise this story from Cork, four for four unicorn. I, I can't bear to play the music again. <laughs> <laughs> Playing against Crane last round, and this time um, I just misplayed. I was one military strength off of breaking my opponent's stronghold. And it was a crane dishonor deck. Um, bid one, round one, took me way down on honor. Uh, managed to dishonor quite a few of my guys. Then used noble sacrifice to force an unopposed conflict. Took me from three to one fate uh, honor. And then I uh, go in on his stronghold. I'm one strength short of breaking it, and nothing I can do. I've got seven cards in hand, and not one buffs military strength rather unusually in my unicorn deck um, so I'm one military strength away and then I have a dishonored character lead play at the end of that round and I lose the game to honour so four and three overall wasn't like he did a challenge didn't he he did do a chump didn't challenge didn't even intend to do the challenge it didn't was know what he did. it was a silly challenge with a savvy politician um, declaring a military conflict strength one not going to achieve anything because um, he's not going to take my last honour because I can just move a bowed guy in um, he openly said, I don't know what you have in your hand, I don't know what what's going on, but that declaring that conflict, I had a Moto Youth on board as my only ready character for my attack, and of course because he declared a military, that used up the Moto Youth's plus one military strength buff, so if he hadn't used that, uh, declared that military attack, I had three Sendomes in hand, so I could have declared my attack, sent him home and won the game. So yeah, he openly admitted he wasn't very... Uh, experienced versus unicorn and maybe that lack of knowledge helped him out a little bit yeah but still a valiant effort though i mean great, i think yeah, i think you'd have been i think you'd have been more pissed off if you'd have gone five and two and not made hatamoto definitely definitely i'd have been annoyed if i'd have won that game and not made hatamoto but unfortunately two other one unicorn went five one zero missed, so i missed, missed round missed, four. he missed uh, did he miss round four missed the first game uh, missed round four i think yeah. he might have, he might have from, from like, what late from lunch late something. from lunch yeah. he loses the round but then because he's actually turned up he doesn't get dropped doesn't oh, get right, dropped. okay and then um Tarek, uh who i've met before previously online um spoke to quite a bit um he managed to get hatamoto going five and two which is very impressive it's still there waiting for you. Yeah. It's still there uh, waiting for you. Friend of the Marcus. Yeah, Marcus. Yeah, he made Hatamoto day one, so congrats to him as well. So he's that come, he's come to Bristol for a couple of our events. So Excellent. Yeah. Hopefully we'll see that sweet, sweet play mat soon. Yeah, definitely. A couple of my friends did quite well. Um, uh, Costas, who's a Thrones player, made top 32. Um, and Alex Trigg made top 32 as well, but he dropped to come and play in the uh, cut of Thrones for me. Yeah. But... Um, <laughs> 
I taught him how to play L5R at Starlet last year. <laughs> so you're like the, like the Obi-Wan Kenobi of L5R. Because I didn't recall having... I, I gave about 10 demos that day. <laughs> Are you I claiming told, that result? I told him, I said, I'm claiming that. You know, <laughs> I've mentored you through this time. <laughs> but yeah, no, the event was great. Yeah. Everybody was fantastic again, as with Cork. Opponents were all fantastic. Maybe aside from the, the first round opponent, but I hope he's realised... You know that maybe that was a bit silly because um, he did actually nearly shoot himself in the foot because he went five and two in the end um, and had a shot at top lion. And what yeah. do you think about Scorpion winning another Kotai? Um, yeah, it's kind of frustrating. They seem to have changed to well, it's hard because Scorpion Scorpion won another Kotai. Um, it swapped from Dragon to Crane, which is actually quite nice. Yeah. But I don't think Jacob lost the game of L five R in a tournament. So yeah, he won. He just... won the Paris Grand Kotai, he won the Polish Kotai, and he won the Birmingham Grand Kotai. And I know there was a bit of a, a flap between some people because he'd already run the Kotai. He's already got paid flights and accommodation to Worlds. Yeah. So because he's won this one, it doesn't get the pri- The prizes <laughs> don't get, get passed down. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so who's? But, um, um, sorry, I'm just looking. I'm slightly distracted by your Imperial Advisor score sheet. Who's Crane Hatamoto? He's not Hatamoto. He's not Hatamoto. <laughs> you knew that, and you're just rubbing the so no, props, anyway, props to Darren. I'm sorry, that's an amazing result for Darren, Darren finishing top, top four. He made top four. Unfortunately, he's not a Hatamoto. Oh no, I didn't know that. Why not? <laughs> so, so he was he... he was one win away from being Hatamoto in Swiss. Yeah. Because there were two day twos, uh, two day ones. The only way, if you're not Hatamoto in Swiss, the only way to make Hatamoto um, on day two is to get to the Final, yeah. really? If there's only yeah. one, if there's only one day one, the top four get it because there's twice the opportunities. Yeah. Oh I think well, he finished. I think he finished. I actually didn't know that, and, that, <laughs> and actually, I was just going to celebrate the fact that I thought uh, Darren become Hatamoto. You can listen to Darren's um, run through on the event. I mean, he did, did bloody brilliant. Um, went over so and spoke to him a couple of times. You claim your top thirty-two mentoring. I'm claiming Darren's top four is benefiting from my. Uh, Don't please my my input. Really? Yeah, I I uh, never I hear beat, the end of no, it. No, no, I beat Darren on Monday with a unicorn deck in a tournament of Disciples of the Void release event to take and second place. All of his decks, didn't and then he, he chucked away all of his test decks and went back to a good crane deck. So, oh, okay. So well, I'm claiming Darren. Darren, Darren, <laughs> did, Darren did really well. I did. I did um, actually. He's um, a very very good player as well. Yeah, I, I did actually look at that result sheet and think, oh, fantastic! We can celebrate Darren is Hatamoto. Oh, that seems a bit unfair. <laughs> I don't. You, you should have played better. Do you he? think it's bad for you for yourself? I think that's Darren's fourth because he's he's been one win away at the honored event at Worlds. And then um, twice, essentially. And then essentially twice here. Sorry, I am the <laughs> samurai with a very small brain on a on a on an evening when we're recording this. Um, why, when you're the highest ranking crane He's, player Hatamo- at an event, Hatamotos are only awarded during Swiss. Oh, okay. So, so you Hatamoto if you're the top of your clan at the end of Swiss on day one. Also, right. to be or fair. if you make the final on day two, if you're not already. So you can be not the top, for argument's sake, Crane at Swiss, so, but make so, the final. So Darren, so Darren was the second place Crane on day one. Right. So didn't make Hatamoto. I think he had a mod win, and his is the guy above him had a mod loss. Oh, it seems so. Oh. So the mod win basically screwed him. Um, and then, 
but if there's only one day one of Swiss, it's the top four that make it. So because there were two day ones of Swiss, he loses that. So the Hatamoto, which, which is a real shame. So the Hatamotos are only announced at the end of the tournament because you could be. No, the Hatamotos are announced at the end of Swiss, Swiss before. Yeah, because yeah, we know we day. know at the end of day one the top player from each clan on day one of Swiss mm. and day two. If you happen to make and it to the final, the final you then get a Hatamoto map when you sit down. Yeah. Right. So you don't. Either you could win the event but not be a Hatamoto. No, no, because you made the final. Because you, you made the final, Hatamoto. so you get Hatamoto. If you haven't already made Hatamoto in that event, but you make the final. So right. if Darren made the final... Right. Hang on, hang on, let me, let me get some crayons and a colouring book. <laughs> so, hold, hold, so you're saying that the Hatamoto is, is declared at the end of Swiss, yes? Yes. Right, hold on, hold on a minute. But let's say I'm the second-placed crane at the end of Swiss. A la Darren. Yeah. Yes, not but Hatamoto. The, and then I get through to day two. Yes. But then I win all my games... So if you win all your games and win the event, yes. you are Hatamoto. But if it was decided that if you before... win all but no 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 no, so there's 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 different ways. So Hatamoto in day day one Swiss. Yeah. At the end of day one, it's announced who's the Hatamotos. Yeah. Because Hatamotos for Swiss yeah. wouldn't have been you. If you then go on to day two and win the event, yeah. you are then announced as Hatamoto because you made the final table. Okay, so you could be top of Swiss Hatamoto and be reigning for less than twenty four hours and get. Well, there's no, you, you, you don't, you don't Hatsumoto lose Hatsumoto. Hatsumoto. There's yeah, loads yeah, yeah. of Hatsumotos. Uh, you see, I thought... The only way you lose Hatsumoto status is if you win Hatsumoto as one clan and then sign up to a Kotai or a Grand Kotai as under a different, different clan. clan. Yeah, that happened. And I when remember you sign that. up, you instantly lose your Hatsumoto status. Also, I think, it, so I think there is an American guy who has, who has three... John Balthus, I believe it is. Yeah. I get that. I what I what I wasn't clear on that you can have more than one at an event. Ah, uh, yeah. So yeah, I was yeah, thinking, yeah. how can that be in one day? Not no, no. See. So there was because there was two day ones. Yeah. So at the end of day one, you'd have one Hatamoto for each. Uh, okay. End of day one B, you'd have another Hatamoto sure. two, and then whoever makes it. To I the understand. Final. Okay. Got there. Got yeah, the I'm there now. Good. I can relax now. <laughs> so let's quickly round the room. Who in this room's beaten a Hatamoto in tournament play? Hands up. Oh, it's just me. But it was a unicorn hat move. It doesn't count. It does count so <laughs> <laughs> It's the same as me beating Liam with my hooves. <laughs> I'm too busy running major events to be able to take part in them. Right. Well, that probably is the expo. The so, expo was awesome. We thank yeah, you to Brad great. for making himself so accessible at a European event and everyone who turned up and everyone who played in English rather than their native language, just shaming us again as usual. Yeah, um, I sat down in the Proving Grains against a Spanish guy and he sat down, sorry, my English is not very good. And I was like, your English is better than my Spanish already. Oh, no. <laughs> so, so thrones for doing deck checks. It was very, bear in mind that the the Thrones card pool is about two, three thousand cards now, yeah. and I'm sitting there going, "This deck's all in French. This deck's all in Italian. This deck's all in Spanish. This one's in Polish. Let's play a game of how well can I identify a card by its picture alone." <laughs> Turns out, bloody well. <laughs> um, but aside but from yeah, the Grand Kotai, we've just had the Melbourne Kotai. Yeah. Not sure how many players there were. Sixty. Um, so not a huge amount still big and so many American ones yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, one there. by crab yeah um, seems fairly standard crab um, so yeah so still Ooh, look talisman on the side of the side oh, yeah unicorn cards win in a kotai love it yeah. <laughs> although um, interestingly enough it's, it's, it's still the guy who made the final table right and don't say a word until I finish what I'm saying okay sorry the dad. final table crab player had raised the alarm in his deck 
So, so it just shows good players can make use of really, really. No, I'm going to make you bleep this. Really shit cards. <laughs> it's a good. It's card. not a good card. Oh, good it is still a terrible, terrible variance card. It's it's like endless planes. It's a bad card that every now and again Might spikes. Be. And wins you a game. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why I get kicked under the table whenever I use it against Liam. Yeah. Especially when it works. <laughs> okay, so, and also we've had um, Scorpion Clan um, pack announced. Yep, and another number. Should we cover off the restricted list quickly before we. Talk oh, about yes. That? Well, that, actually, that's quite interesting because the Grand Kotai was one of the first events where there's a restricted the list. Well, and then Melbourne as well. Yeah, was included. So, for people who don't realise what this is, basically, it's reworking the game a little bit that certain cards again with other cards are deemed to be a bit overpowerful so there are eight cards so there's eight cards so there's um so restricted card uh, so restricted card means that um, when you are deck building you can't include more than one of any card that's on there but you can still um, have you can three see, of that you card still have the maximum well, amount not have three up to the deck building limit so it's a crucial just so, in case so the card said limit, limit one, per one, yeah. one per deck. So you've got charge, which is a good thing really because charge was thing. stupid um, because you could get yeah. a five cost character out. I mean, the amount of times I talked about getting Hida Cassandra out turn one if it stayed on the table and I've only paid one for him. You know. <laughs> um, so we've had charge. We've had iron mines. Pathfinder blade for the same for the same thing for charge. So yeah, yeah, Pathfinder blade because essentially the only dragon deck you saw was a crab splash with Pathfinder blade yeah. um, for greater glory. Because yep. of charge for lion as same well, thing it's as it's the, the same one. same thing. It's a bit more um, bigger with lion because you can um, charge out Ujaki, yeah. you know, discard the favor, get two more cards out, bang them out. Bow your spirit caller. Bow your spirit caller. Skip it, doesn't really. But um, yeah, you can yeah. get enough stuff out to break, and then for great glory, and bang, there you go. You've got a load Massive of bodies on the table. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Mirror um, fury because basically everybody was running dragon splash, which probably goes back to did you see much dragon splash? Pretty much um, none, because the, the the standard one was I'm going to have Miramoto's Fury and let go. And if you, if you get rid if you Dragon's get rid of Miramoto's Fury, there's not really a lot of reason to keep. Um, you might put some Tattooed Wanderers in, but yeah, let go and Tattooed Wanderers is the yeah. the Dragon Splash um, now. You then sorry, got... is let go and Miramoto's no, no, Fury? No, Mir- just Miramoto's no, just Fury. Fury. But everyone who was splashing Dragon was essentially just splashing Miramoto's Fury and let go. But yeah. you can still do that. You can still do that. You can, but that's your only restricted cards. cards. Yeah. And um, policy debate. Policy debate is gone, which is good because it was fantastic. So, we, we said it was a it was a stupid card. As a crab player, if it's a three copy in my deck, it's there's something wrong with it as a political yeah. card. The main thing for it was that it was a um, you could essentially guarantee it goes off because yeah. you choose both participants. Yeah. You know, if it was your opponent chooses, or it, it might have been about or, or it costs one and one. There's multiple. The fact ways that we, we've it. had games where Sam's played three policy baits on me in the first conflict and just stripped my hand of all my good yeah. cards, and it's it's sealed the game. Um, I'm quite happy by the fact that that's essentially going to be a binder so card now. I didn't get policy debated once. At yeah. Co time. Um, <laughs> Rather than every game. <laughs> and then you've got forged edicts. And I'm probably missing one now because we started talking. Possibly, but yeah. Anyway, so it's, 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 I'm it's, sure everybody it's, listening to this has seen it. And, yeah, and it's, it's been out a few choice. weeks now. It's not really changed. I mean, for, from a from a crab perspective, it's not really impacted us. It's gotten rid of some really good cards, yeah. but it's not changed the way our deck is. For the, I think the overwhelming consensus for for crab is that we keep our minds twelve saves in the deck yeah. as opposed to being able to charge someone out, yeah. but. You know, it doesn't. It doesn't change our fundamentals. It just gets rid of stuff. 
Scorpion, who it was meant to hit, uh, they basically just got rid of really good cards, and they just now replace them with good cards. Well, they replace them with average cards. <laughs> I mean, Ambush is not a great card. It's a situational card that costs three, yeah. which is fine to be in. You know, and then Censure, rather than Forge, if they're going that way, is, you know, a more situational. But basically, it just kind of turns... They don't have Fury and Forge Edict. Um, I watched the final, and it was a fantastic game, actually. I know it was Crab, Scorpion, and blah, 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 those two at the top, whatever. But it was a fantastic game, and actually Noble Sacrifice won that game. Yeah. <laughs> Who'd have thought Noble Sacrifice was going to win a Grand Coup? It was quite interesting on the, on the Crab Discord is that a lot of us were actually cheering on Darren. Yeah. Because I think even we're even we're bored of it just being <laughs> Crab and Scorpion winning. Yeah. Um, and I'm kind of looking forward to some new cards coming out. Unicorn because, are gonna cause for, topple for, for Crab, you all. a lot of our a lot of our cards in the last pack, so Moro and stuff, they weren't that great. Yeah. So essentially, you look at the Dynasty deck for Crab, and it's pretty much the same ninety nine percent. This is this is really interesting because I just con- was convinced then that Phoenix having a clan pack come out was going to be everywhere. Well, there was a lot of people playing it, but they're still Phoenix. They're still kind of a combo deck. They still need multiple components to work together in order to work. They're still pretty easy to get wrong. The thing is as well, with Phoenix kind of got hit really hard. Because they had policy debate against the waves. Against the waves, the that's the final one. Yeah. They got against the waves because of their new strongholds. They can they lost play. They can play at six. They've lost charge birds. Um, so the ability to charge out their six costa and then get to Daka back for yeah. free and whatnot was stupid. Plus against the waves. Plus policy debate. People are starting to plus Miramoto's fury because yeah. most of the time if you're running a Tadaka base, you're going to go for dragon in order to get the let goes, and you'll have yeah. the Miramoto's furies as well. And so they've so kind of got hit quite hard. Um, and everybody's kind of building around what Phoenix got like yeah cool six against the waves or six supernatural storm is great but it doesn't necessarily win you games on its own it's not like a fate worse than death bam yeah I'm now gonna win this game Jacob obviously didn't bloody care about Tadaka did he because he ran 34 (laughs) events in his conflict deck yeah but that's the way they 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 all there's there's a lot of three offs there's there's a couple of two offs and one offs um and is he running? He's not running clouds, is he? No, fair enough. No, he, nobles, he, he nobles, just went. No, so he's crane splash, noble sacrifice, and tester skill. He just went headlong into the Tadaka war and smashed through it. I don't know how many Phoenix he played. So I'm, um, I've got the novella, but I haven't opened it yet. Have you opened it yet? I have. I've read the first couple of chapters. And you got the cards out. Yeah, got I've the opened cards and drooled at the, the cards. cards are gorgeous. Yeah, I, 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 so these are alt arts, basically. And I know, yeah. um, I think it was Katrina who was the editor who confirmed, but having seen them and gotten a play set of both of them is yeah. really, really good. I yeah. mean, we've got um, uh, Kato Kasori, which yeah. is really good. And then the new sword, and, which I assume uh, is coming up in the next cycle. Off Shikai, um, which is, he's actually started talking about in there, because it's Sukuni's yeah. It's so the basic the weapon that chose. So Sukuni. the basic gist in this in the back is it's it's, it's centered around Sukuni and Tadaka, yeah, um, and her quest to kind of help him out on something. But no, it's quite nice having a, a another card that is. So this isn't tournament legal. So I'm Not assuming yet. this is going to be out in this cycle. I assume it's in the elemental cycle. I believe um, I read that somewhere, but yeah. But it's number two, so if it is, it's going to be out in the first pack. Uh, no, I don't think it's not numbered, is it? It is numbered. Number two. I might actually that's story, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah so. I don't think it's got the actual, it doesn't have so the cycle symbol. I think Sam's managed to get to more Stronghold events than any of us. We've got the season two kitters out now as well. 
Yep, no, no, this isn't. Uh, it's not out, out yet, in America yeah. where we're going to get it, but it's quite nice. Christ, I've still not played any month two. Well, we've got the first kit. We've got <laughs> month two coming up this Friday for Big. Yeah, this Friday for Big. Uh, which I can't make because so I'm going to Liverpool. Um, and then the following Saturday, I'm running one for Excelsior. Which I can't. Because I had there. to cancel it because no one was going to turn up to the last yeah, one. Yeah, it would be like three of us. It? And it's on a Saturday, so Darren, shut up moaning and make sure you're there. I can't make that one, though. Sad face. Oh, no. Um, so, yeah, so it's. Um, I'm, I'm really you. liking the kits. There's so many cards in there. Yeah, it's quite well, uh, quite well supported. We are going to get very quick. We're getting very quickly to a huge pool of cards. And although there are archetypes coming out people have their own little twist on things cards they don't particularly like the way they work when you've got five folders full of cards then tell me you've got a large card <laughs> that is not a large yeah, card but I attended worlds with basically just the core sets so you know it is it is it well, is a bit in, different in about 10 weeks it's going to be nearly double the size yeah so 28th of June it starts yeah I wait. cannot wait dear I bank manager I am going to be spending some additional money yeah. please might I have a bank loan it's for the boys it's fine you'll get yeah. it past but yeah so yeah more more beautiful old arts not all of them are useful again but uh... yeah. so, so another so, so for uh, crab it's another binder fodder um, but fans and swords are always good. Yes, some lovely attachments. Um, the lion themed because they won uh, Winter Court. The um, it's not the Stronghold Showdown, is it? What's it called this time? The the one-off event. Uh, Scroll down. Stronghold Challenge. No, no. The uh... it says the honor the Lions Clan victory do something to the Winter World Court World Championships. The season two Stronghold Challenge features the Red Lion theme. Yeah, but I think and, and that, that was an error in the in the article. It calls it something else further up. But anyway, as far as the, um, as the far as gaming is concerned, lovely though, mat, lovely mat, ready for battles and some line. So, the, so it's a, is it is that for greater? No, no, ready, ready for battle, full bleed. Oh, battle, yeah. Now it's interesting, isn't it? Because there's two arguments over full bleeds. First of all, it's nice because as someone facing line, you go. I can see what that is. That's all right. I don't have to try and figure out what it is. But in some way, in, as far it's as alt arts, full bleeds with the text. Yeah. So it's it, is, mean, is it lazy as a card to collect? They have or? done some alt arts. Obviously, the Phoenix ones are full alt, like alt arts. Mm. Um, I don't mind it because the art. I is like beautiful, I like some of the full bleeds because the art is really really nice. Mm. Yeah. Um, like that Elemental Fury. I'm sure not many people have seen the Elemental Fury art because everybody plays. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, meditations instead, don't they? But uh, no, we'll probably we'll probably have some old versions when the Scorpion pack hits, and when the when the British summer finally gives out on us, and we have this the two and a half weeks of reasonably dry weather runs out, the tournament scene will kick up again, and we've um, been contacted by a team event. Yes, so the UK Team Championships. We attended Ooh. this. Couple of years ago for conquest before yeah, it died. Rest in peace. Yeah. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. <laughs> um, so it's a really great format. It's held in Mil. Oh God, my brain. I need more rum. Milton it's held in Milton, Milton Keynes um, on Saturday, the sixth of October. It's a nice little format. You need three player teams. Yeah. Um, and simple concept is you throw can- Richard under the bus. No. Um, so you choose your clan. So so you so you have a team of three. We're hopefully going to attend as Team Void Pirates. Three. Um, you choose your every person can choose their clan. Yeah. 
but that clan means they can't be used as a splash. So, for example, if you go as Pony, yeah. I can't have Pony as my crab splash. That works. Yep. Um, and you can't have the same clan. You can all have the same splash. Though. You can all have the same splash, but you can't have the same main clan. So main clan rules out splash. Okay. And splash rules out main clan. And then you face your opponents. So you face your opponents. And you throw Richard under the bus. Yeah, you throw Richard under the bus hard. So in this instance, it's randomly determining um, who has the initiative. The initiative chooses the first matchup. Yeah. And then whoever doesn't chooses the second. And then by default, you have the third matchup. Yeah. So um, so the first team choose kind of has their advantage choosing their best matchup. The other per other team then choose the next two, in essence. Yeah. Um, and it's really good fun. Really it's it's, it. a, it's a really good fun event. It was um it was quite it was a nice day out. Yeah. Um, I think it's forty five pound a ticket. Um, yeah, so and they're opening up to twenty eight teams. They when we did it last year, they had a load of prizes. So yeah, they um, they got they got cool some um, dog tags, which are first player markers. Yeah. Um, I know for Conquest when they did that, it was all personalised, so everybody had their team, team name, name on, on them, yeah. um, which was really good. Yeah. Um, and they're doing um, Chibi Clan Champion old art cards. I know in L5R it's not really that big a thing. In Thrones, it's the old art market is absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. Um, so they've got quite a few nice little prizes. Um, fastest win will get you some old art strongholds and, and whatnot. So um, we're going to hopefully try and sort out our diaries. Yeah, and see if we yeah. can turn that. Down, see Depends when NHS decides to rebuild Liam. Yeah. Yes, so I have to have a knee operation. It's going to probably be October or November. I'm hoping it's late November. We'll just, we'll might, just wheel him in. It might ruin Christmas, but it means I can go to Starlek and play Thrones. There you go. Um, but if people want more information on that, it's uh, www.ukteamchamps.com. Actually, once we've popped this episode up, we'll pop those details up on our Facebook page. Yes. So, time to do some deck building with the restriction list then. So, what is I the card... Dump for great glory out, done. But what card are you going to miss the most? What combination are you going to miss the most? Um, I'm obviously playing Unicorn. The combination was Charge and for great glory um, to keep guys on the board. But I found it hasn't actually come off that much. And for great glory was just in my deck as a blowout card for when it worked. Well, you found out quite a lot, though. It was just getting policy debated out of hand. It gets policy debated out, yeah. So maybe it's a bit better now. Policy debated isn't everywhere, but it got policy debated. It got cancelled. People played around it. You know, they knew it was coming because I've got six guys in the conflict and all this. So, yeah. so it was predictable and cancellable and debatable. Um, so I just went with charge, and I'm happy with that. And I mean, I'm missing Pathfinder Blade in charge. Not because they work them together, but because I like having both of them in my deck. Oh, I forgot you moved on to Dragon, didn't you? Yeah. Well, only a little bit. It was quite... I might end up back at Crane. I managed to record a couple of games. Darren is my homeboy. didn't come out that that fantastic, but I saw quite a nice Dragon deck who was running um, uh, Crane Splash and was running the Duel. Yeah. um, Is it Duelist Training? Yeah. Basically, you had Niten Master and Duelist Training. Um, which, which was quite nice. Um, for me, I'm losing charge policy debate. Um, I'm keeping eye on mines because for for Think us, about it's... It, I might try for great glory. No, for great um, taking for your glory ruins my splash. I got yeah. three legion of one, two um, strength in numbers, and three ready for battle as my splash. Yeah. Take for great. So glory my dynasty deck doesn't my dynasty deck doesn't change. Um, it's still pretty much the same. Um, it's my conflict deck that moves around. I'm still not finalised. I think I've ended up going back to... I was playing Scorpion a lot because it was just great fun. 
Um, all that I think and fate worse than death. I've been pulling off. I think I pulled off two fate worse than deaths on you in one turn, didn't I? Yeah, you did. Yeah. <laughs> well, and uh, it was it was a bit nuts, but it's it's a bit expensive when you can't cheat out your big characters. Yeah. So I've gone back to to unicorn now because it's a bit of a cheaper splash and getting card draw, which means I can go more dishonor orientated. We'd like to hear how how you're doing the restriction list. Post on our Facebook page. Also, if you have any questions for the next episode, we'll try and record within the next calendar month if we can, and if we can get some games and some and some events in. Um, but till then, farewell. Goodbye. Bye.